governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning, everyone. I don't know about you, but my knees are done in now. <laughs> oh, dear me. Uh, well, good morning. Um, welcome. It's so good, as Simon said, to have you all with us this morning. Uh, it was looking a bit dicey for a while, um, but we're here. And it might feel a bit strange that we're here, um, because 12 months or so ago, we were sort of here for a little bit, and then we had to go home and perhaps watch a recorded service. Um, so it's really great to be back together. And despite all the, the strangeness of the last few days and the last few months, I, I really hope, uh, if you haven't already, that you all have time uh, together with friends, with family, with loved ones uh, this Christmas uh, and over the new year. Um, I wonder if anyone already, uh, I know it's early uh, on Christmas Day, um, but I wonder if anyone already has had a surprise this morning. Um, it might be something that you've opened. It might be that you've put the turkey in and forgotten to turn the oven on. It happens to the best of us. Uh, but I wonder if you've had a surprise this morning, something that you weren't expecting. And you know, sometimes when we hear a story lots and lots of times, we stop listening and we're not surprised or excited by it anymore. We, we just know what's coming next. And the Christmas story can be a little bit like that, can't it? And, and so we're just going to spend a few minutes this morning, spoiler alert, thinking about the Christmas story um, and whether there are some things within it that God did that might surprise us or maybe surprise us again. Um, and the first surprising thing I want us to think about is that God chose to come to earth as a human being and was born as a baby. Uh, now, I hope you were paying attention in Advent Millionaire uh, earlier on, but this baby had a name. And I wonder if anyone could put their hand up and just remind us what the name of that baby was. Oh, I saw a hand go up over there. Yeah, what's the little, yeah, yeah, little boy there. Can you shout it out? Jesus. Is that right, everyone? Did you get that right? Yes, I think you are right. Well done. And you know what? Um, I know kind of we answered that question earlier on, but I've got a prize for you because you got it right. Um, and my prize 
These are much sought after in supermarkets across the land. Um, this is a tin of chocolate, and this is for you. So shall I leave it here, and you can come and pick it up later on? Is that all right? I'm going to leave it here. Don't forget it, because I will eat it, because it's really delicious. So I'm going to leave this here for you. And um, that might have been a bit of a surprise. We've, we've answered that question already. We kind of know the answer. And that's, you know, I'm, I, I don't know about you, but I think this is quite generous. I'm going to have to, you know, really just let go of this very, very carefully. Um, but, but that's nothing compared to the massive surprise that God who made the heavens and the earth, who spoke and the stars were formed and the earth was created, would choose to come to earth as a baby and rescue us from all the bad things that we do. And but that's exactly what he did. He was God. He had phenomenal cosmic power, as Aladdin tells us. Um, not about God. I mean, it was just a line in Aladdin. Um, but he came as a helpless baby who relied on his parents for shelter and for care and who cried just as babies do. And I think that's pretty surprising. I think the second surprise that we can mention is that God didn't choose people who were rich or famous, or people with power to be Jesus' parents, like the kind of people uh, you might see in all these celebrity magazines. God chose an ordinary teenager called Mary to be his mum, and a carpenter called Joseph to be his dad. The amazing thing that that shows us is that God chooses ordinary people like you and me to be part of his plans and to help him. And I think that's pretty surprising because I don't know about you, um, but I'm pretty ordinary. I know I might look pretty extraordinary, um, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> the vicar's like this. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Um, but honestly, there's nothing special about me. But God wants to use me, and he wants to use you, and he wants to use you, and he wants to use you. And I think that's pretty awesome. But that's not it. There are even more surprises in store. Because the third surprise I want to mention about the Christmas story is that Jesus was born in a place where animals were kept. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to the zoo. You, you know, you've headed down the road to Marwell Zoo on a warm day. Uh, or, you know, grown-ups, if you've ever kind of changed a nappy that's pretty gross um, in hot weather. Um, think of that times it by a smell factor of about 100, and you'll kind of probably get somewhere close to the environment that Jesus was born in. And the Bible tells us that Jesus was laid in a manger. It wasn't a fancy cot or a crib, but a trough where animals eat. You know, God could have chosen anywhere, literally anywhere else, for Jesus to be born for the saviour of the world to be born. But he didn't. He chose a stable. And later, when the wise men came to look for Jesus, where did they go? Well, they went to Herod's grand palace because they thought and they knew they were looking for a king. But they didn't find him there. I mean, the look on their faces when they found out Jesus hadn't been born there but in a messy dirty, smelly stable must have been one of complete shock and surprise and wonder. God acted in a totally surprising way 
in a way that no one would ever have expected. Jesus was born into mess and poverty and chaos to show each and every person on the planet, no matter if they're rich or poor from this place or that place, that they could have a relationship with him. He was born for everyone. Fourthly, I think the next surprising thing about the Christmas story is that God chose to tell the amazing, world-changing news of his arrival on earth through Jesus to ordinary shepherds. And when you're excited or you've got some great news to share, who do you go to? You know, if you've got something you're just, you can't contain it, it just has to come out, like who is the person or who are the people that you might go to? You know, when we have great news, exciting news, we go to the people that we love and people that we trust. And I think God announcing his arrival on planet Earth to shepherds says a lot about the kind of people that he loves and thinks are important. It's not just people with money and power. It's also people that other people think are worth overlooking and maybe not worth giving the time of day. You know, shepherds were often looked down on. But it was to these people that the angels gave the good news about Jesus. And it was news that included everyone. And that includes even the people that we don't like, even the annoying person that we work with, or live next door to, or sit next to in class. God acted in a surprisingly generous way. You know, I I love being generous. Um, But at Christmas, we're often encouraged to think about ourselves, aren't we, and what we want. And so I wonder how we might be surprisingly generous this Christmas and into 2022. The fifth. And final thing that I think is totally surprising about the Christmas story is that the gifts given to Jesus were totally unusual. Um, The most unusual gift I think that I've ever been given at Christmas um, is some underpants, um, which was even more surprising and unusual because they were for aged five to six-year-olds and I was 15. Um, (laughs) So I'm guessing (laughs) this particular family member, who shall not be named, um, it's not my wife, don't approach her, um, uh, just misread the label or perhaps thought I needed a new hat or something to wear, I don't know. Um, But the, the wise men didn't bring Jesus cuddly toys or nappies. What did they bring? They brought gold, they brought frankincense, and they brought myrrh. They spoke of the fact, these gifts, that Jesus was a king, that he would bring people to God, and that he would do that by dying for them. What a surprise. I wonder what Mary and Joseph would have thought when they saw those gifts. They were probably a bit bewildered and maybe a bit confused But these were gifts that were prophetic. They looked ahead to the saving ministry that Jesus would have. And so when God entered our world on the very first Christmas, he really did act in some utterly surprising ways. It wasn't what anyone was expecting. 
but it was so much better than they could ever hope. I wonder which one of those things maybe surprised you the most. Maybe it was that God became a human being just like us. Maybe that it was he was born in a feeding trough. Perhaps it was that he chose to tell a bunch of people that other people thought weren't at all the people that God would want to bother with. And I think probably the most surprising thing of all about the Christmas story is that God came to earth in the person of Jesus because he loves us. You and you and you and even you, all of us. We don't deserve it. I know I don't. We make mistakes all the time. But the most wonderful thing is that God came to earth to rescue us from all the mess that we've got ourselves into, to invite us back into relationship with him and to be our friend and our saviour. And so today, on Christmas Day, God is offering you, through Jesus, a fresh start. He wants to offer you complete forgiveness of all you've ever done or you ever will do. And he wants to give you the greatest gift that you could ever hope to receive. And that's the gift of an everlasting relationship with him. And that's the greatest revelation the greatest joy, the greatest hope, and the greatest surprise of all. I want to finish um, by praying, and I'd like to pray two short prayers. The first uh, is for those of us both here and, and those of us watching online. If you'd like to accept the gift that Jesus offers today, and you're accepting it for the first time, And then the second prayer is for those of us here and those of us watching uh, at home or online, for those of us that maybe would like to unwrap that gift again and would love God to show us something new and surprising about it. So why don't we pray? God, thank you that you offer the best gift this Christmas. I'm sorry for the times I've got it wrong. I want to accept the gift of forgiveness and relationship with you today. Please come into my life. Amen. And God, we thank you for the ways that you surprise us with your love and your goodness. Help me this Christmas day to be so excited again, surprised again about the Christmas story about you coming to earth for me, that it causes me to love you more and to talk about you more to those who don't yet know you. Amen. Please do come and chat to me or Simon afterwards. Um, We'd love to chat with you. Uh, If you pray, particularly that first prayer for the first time, do stick it um, in the chat if you'd like someone to pray with you if you're watching online. Uh, But otherwise, Merry Christmas and amen. James, thank you very much indeed. Uh, we're going to sing again now, so the band would like to uh, come up. Uh, we're going to uh, sing O Little Town of Bethlehem. So let's stand if you're able as we worship together.
Would you please sit down? I'd like to invite Duncan uh, to come up now, and Dunk is going to lead our prayers this morning. Just need a moment there, actually. A bit emotional, just as we were singing that song and praising and worshipping. Sorry, thank you. As we were singing that song and praising and worshipping, I was looking into the eyes of the most beautiful baby I think I've ever seen. Uh, Ian was holding that baby, and it's his grandchild. At least I hope it's his grandchild, not just some random child he's picked up. But it was the most beautiful thing. You know, Jesus has given us the most beautiful gift. And looking into that child's eyes, the innocence and the wonder of it was, well, quite overwhelming, really. But thank you, God, for your gifts. Listen, can you hear the angels singing with triumphant, joyful voices? The King of heaven and earth has come. It's a glorious and beautiful and wonderful thing. Will you join me in praying to our wonderful God? 
this morning. Father God, on this Christmas Day, we worship, praise, and adore you. With grateful, joyful hearts, your love never changes, never fades, and never abandons us. Omicron might be here for a while, but you, O oh Lord, are the Alpha and the Omega, and you have the last word. Praise and worship your name. As one body around the world today, we praise and thank you that you loved us so much that you've not abandoned us or, given us or left us on our own, but you've given us this most precious gift of your only Son, Jesus Christ. The Word made flesh, the way, the truth, the life, the maker and sustainer of all things, light of the world, prince of peace, daily bread, glorious, majestic, eternal, and almighty God. King of kings and Lord of lords, we praise you and worship you. Yet you are never distant or aloof, but personal, tender, humble, gracious, just like that little baby, Lord, full of love and compassion. Jesus, our Emmanuel. God and sinners reconciled. Wonderful, wonderful. So we're here today like the humble shepherds to say we love and adore you. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you've rescued and restored us. And we celebrate your wonderful gift. Lord, when the angels visited the, the shepherds, they sang for peace on earth. Yet as we look out at our, our world, it seems there is far from peace. There's conflict, war, injustice, and poverty. It's broken, it's dark, but you, O oh Lord, are not broken, for you are whole, and you are good, and you are strong, and it's to you that we cry out this morning, for when we are rooted in you, we are perfectly safe and can never be shaken. Where this world, where we're in this current world, where many things are displaced, discouraged, and many feel hopeless, we pray, Jesus, that you would light the minds of those who are blinded to the truth, that you would shine your deep love within the hearts of all those who do not know you or are suffering today. And we now, as a body of Christ, think of a place in the world right now that desperately needs your comfort. And we spend a few moments lifting that situation that place, and those people to you. Come, Lord Jesus. We think of our local community and all that's going on this day. The church services, the families, the shepherds serving in places with humble hearts, we particularly think of the prison this morning and all those that are locked up, maybe without hope. We pray for that amazing service that's going to be broadcast later today that's going through every cell in every prison in the country. And Lord Jesus Christ, we cry out to you now for your Holy Spirit to reach into those prison cells and touch the hearts of those men that hear that, that service. Lord God Almighty, would you soften their hearts? Would you show them that they are not alone and that you, the Prince of Peace, 
the Lord of life itself. I want to know them. I want to set them free. Would you do miraculous and amazing things this day, Lord, in those hearts? Would you, would you rescue your people, we ask? Would you bring comfort, peace, and love? And then to all those serving in the, uh, in the hospitals, in the social services, in the armed forces, Lord, we, we commend them to you today. And we ask you to bless them and strengthen them. And Lord, we, we lastly, we think of someone personal to us that we know that needs your love and your goodness. Someone that might be suffering with illness, bereavement, loneliness, struggles with anxiety and mental health that seem to be a pandemic in themselves across our country. We think of somebody now. We name them before you. We lift them up to you, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. And we pray for them. Jesus, be fully present to them, we pray, in your love, your joy, your peace, and your grace. Come, Lord Jesus, come, we ask. Jesus, light of the world, we thank you for this special day of celebration. And we pray for your presence in our families and homes as we go back to enjoy the rest of this day. Thank you, Lord, that in you there is life and there is hope and there is goodness. Help us to radiate your light in every way, in all that we do and say, and to share the good news that you are indeed Emmanuel, God with us. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Amen.